minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy your man Anthony and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. This will be the fifth episode of the Life Functioning Skills series and this episode is titled Proper Communication. Now I'm imagining when people see proper communication they're probably going along the, the lines of how to speak proper or you know proper grammar or something like that and that's not the path we're taking. <clears throat> Excuse me. In fact, I'll start with a Bible verse from Proverbs, which is Proverbs 15:1, and it says, "A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare." So now, now that probably opens up your mind to what we're talking about with uh, proper communication. The words that we say are important how we put those words into sentences are important and how we come across is is, is important now this kind of goes off from the different um, the last episode oh excuse me this probably this is connected to the last episode which was um <clears throat> you know the second part of the attitude effects the last two episodes then attitude of altitude effects sorry attitude affects altitude and talking about how we deal with people and you know in our lives and career I think that we I felt I felt that tug you know this bible verse came to me and it just I kind of felt a tug that I had to keep talking about this aspect of it because I don't believe we as people let alone we as Christians have mastered this or, or or oftentimes don't even try to put it into um, into play into into action. Um, <clears throat> I think that we have that that concept like spoken before last time, the concept of being real and keeping it real and that oftentimes, gives us the license to talk silly to one another and I just don't I don't I don't think we give enough credence to other people's feelings I really I mean I really don't and again this is not just talking about people who are worldly this is talking about Christian people in the church don't often feel or at least portray that they care about the feelings of the people whom they're talking to you know it's so much it's so much easier to just say what is on my mind and not filter it 
And that's, there we go, thank you for that, God. That, that, so one of the biggest things that I have come in contact with in my years of working with people, whether it be inside the schools, which I've spent a lot of time, the last 13 plus years working in the school system in some manner, and whether it be the, the students or the staff, I see this come into play. Filters are almost non-existent anymore. People just don't take time to filter their their thoughts. It is so much more encouraging for me to come to you if you are struggling with something and say, hey, I get it. I understand what you're going through. But this is what I see you doing. And these are some of the things that I can see to help you through that. As opposed to you're stupid or you're screwing up and you're never going to be. I mean, those are those are trying to get at the same goal, at least oftentimes it's trying to get at the same goal. And yet they're saying two completely different things because the one thing that we as people don't often put much stake in is perception is reality so regardless of what I meant to say if what I said you perceived as me attacking you then it doesn't matter so if I if I am speaking from an aggressive manner the perception of me attacking you is going to be greater whereas if I'm just coming from a I don't want to say non-aggressive well maybe I do maybe I do I, I think that one of the problems that we have is that over aggressiveness towards getting our point across we get in conversations with each other we don't listen to each other because we're too busy thinking about what we want to say next where we don't listen to what the person is saying so then a conversation that could be a simple debate has now turned into an argument because We were so busy thinking about how we wanted to retort to something as opposed to paying attention to what the person was saying. And if we paid more attention, if we listened more, that would help us because my belief is if we were listening, we would hear the pain that the person was going through or the the, just the, the point they were trying to make and it would help us to answer in a non-aggressive manner therefore stopping as this bible verse says a gentle answer deflects anger I don't have to if I disagree with you I don't have to be aggressive I don't have to be you know I don't have to portray myself as I'm ready to fight just because I disagree with you If something you says catches me off guard or 
for that matter, even offends me. I don't have to be aggressive in my answer. Especially if what is said to me is out of ignorance. And that's another thing that we have to get better at as people. Oftentimes, people are saying stuff out of ignorance. And again, those who hear ignorance, ignorance simply means I don't know better. It's not saying that you're anything other than it's lack of knowledge. So if you say something out of ignorance to me and it's offensive, maybe I should try to find out if you know what you're talking about before I'm put up my my hands, you know, put up my 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 defense, my 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 pride guard and now I'm ready to go go at it. Because there are times that people say things out of ignorance and it happens way more often than we give credit for. But pride comes in and people are like, "Oh, they knew better. They know better than that. They know they shouldn't be talking like that." Well, sometimes they don't. Sometimes something said to us and people don't know that what they're saying is coming across as the way they're saying it. So let me decipher where you're coming from. So this is why asking questions when talking to people is wonderful. It is a powerful tool. If someone says something offensive, you can ask in a non-aggressive, non-like combative way. Like, wait, let me ask, do you do you mean that in a offensive tone? Do you mean that as this? Oh no! And often, if they're if what they're saying is out of ignorance, when you ask them in a gentle way, their response be, Oh no, no, no! I didn't mean it like that. That that is not what I I didn't understand. So then we can have a conversation. That way we're not combating, being combative. Because if someone has, if someone doesn't know what they're saying, if they're speaking out of ignorance, and your response is, well, "What you know? What the f, man? Or what? What? What's up? Why are you talking to me like that?" Now, what what you just did was turn something that was out of ignorance, and now their defenses are going to go up. That pride word again, which. We have a series, we have an episode coming out that's going to be completely dedicated to pride. I feel it coming. But anyway, so then you have these people, you know, because I didn't come in a proper manner. Now, the person whose question was out of ignorance is on the defense and now they're going to spit back something at me, which won't be for a gentle answer. And now what could have been a simple conversation has now turned into an all out argument and a heated argument, which could then escalate to physical. So I say this to Christians. There are a lot of agnostics. There are a lot of atheists and a conversation with either does not have to be violent it does not have to be an argument it doesn't have to be combative in fact if you read the bible nowhere does it say in there that we need to be combative with people who don't believe because jesus's command love god above all love people 
as you love yourself. So if we love people, we're not trying to be combative. But we miss that marker often because we're so eager to be combative because my feelings got hurt or they aren't understanding my point or you get where I'm going with that. So if there's someone who is atheist and trust me, I've had several conversations with people who are atheists and you know what? I didn't get into a fight with any of them. Now I'm not propping myself up. I'm not trying to say I'm anything special and I'm not even trying to say that I grasp this com- this, this, uh, con concept completely. I'm not perfect at it. I struggle myself. There are times where I let my, my, uh, mouth move before my thought process you know correction yes I let my thought process go and then before I have time to filter out what I'm thinking sometimes the words fly out of my mouth so I get it and I'm not saying I'm perfect but I do I do attempt to more often than not to try to filter my thought process my thought process so that by the time it comes out of my mouth I'm not saying anything that's going to make somebody want to fight to be combative so in having conversations with atheists and some of these are as recent as the last few months my thought my my conversation with someone was back and forth you know we were both getting our points across but I got to preach. I got to minister to their lives. You know why? Because I gave credence to what they thought. I didn't say they were right. But you know what? What they thought is important. So I, instead of just saying you're stupid, you don't know what you're talking about. Said, okay, well, I see where you're coming from with that. I understand that. But let me tell you this. And when talking to people doing that. You're going to get way more out of them. You're, uh, you're going to get way more accomplished than saying you don't know what you're talking about. Just shut up. And do you know what? I'm not saying because I don't know. I'm not saying that these people are no longer atheists or agnostic. But the seed was planted because they saw me as a non-judgmental Christian who genuinely cared about them and genuinely had a conversation because I valued them as a person. If we want to save people, that is the way we're going to do it. Bible dumping, telling people they're wrong, they're going to hell. It's not going to do anything. It's not. It's not going to do anything at all. So why would God tell us that a gentle answer deflects anger? There you go. Don't nobody want to be talked too crazy. I mean, let's let's put ourselves on the other other side. When people come over to us and saying, you believe in Jesus, you're stupid. Why would you believe in something like that? Your God is fake. We don't want people talking to us like that. So why would we, in turn, go telling people, oh, you don't believe in God? Oh, you're so stupid. You're going to fry in hell. Okay. Don't nobody wants to be talked to that way. And they really shouldn't. I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, this is my belief, but they shouldn't. Nobody should be talked to like that. That's that's wrong. It's foul. It's not biblical to talk down to people. 
And it's, that is not biblical at all. And I, it, listening, if I, if you feel challenging me on that, go ahead. God talked to people how God talked to people. God is God. We are not God. And I'm, to be to be real, I don't, I, if unless I'm just wrong in my thinking right now, I don't ever really see God belittling people when he talked to them. I, I definitely know Jesus didn't. There was, there was correction, yes. But correction doesn't mean you have to belittle or condemn people. All, all correction means is, hey, this thinking is not correct. Here is the here's a way to be better about that. It doesn't have to it does not have to condemn or belittle. I I stress that, I stress that, I stress that. It is important because nobody wants to be talked to in a disrespectful tone. Nobody wants that. And yet for some odd reason, we Christians tend to think that the Bible gives us credence to talk down to people, belittle them, and we wonder why people hate the church. I'm telling you why people hate the church. Nobody wants to be condemned. Nobody wants to be belittled. Nobody wants to feel like they're being judged. Let God do that judgment. If you have a conversation with someone and they don't turn their heart to, to Jesus, that's not your fault. That's not your job. All you have to do is say it. It's God's job to change hearts. Ours is just to speak it and show his love. So how do we show it? When I'm having a conversation with someone and a disagreement, I don't. I don't show flesh-like responses and get into an argument because we don't see eye to eye on something. You know how many times I've acknowledged and or here's here's a term that we say, let's agree to disagree and leave it alone. If we're having a conversation and we're going nowhere, what's the point of continuing to try to prove my point? At some point it's just there's just leave it be. So if if we're going back and forth between Christian and and um, an atheist and it's going nowhere the conversation is invalid at a certain point and you know there's nothing wrong with ending with you know what let's just agree to disagree you're not going to change your mind and you're definitely not going to change mine I'm not going let me change that I'm not going to change your mind and you're definitely definitely not going to change mine so let's just leave the conversation let's talk about something else or go your own ways there's nothing wrong with that in fact there's nothing biblical. There, there's nothing bibl- biblically wrong with you ending that conversation, because if it if it's not if it doesn't have any fruit to it, then it's kind of it's pointless. So, we have got to be better about how we communicate with people. And I, I say we because I am counting me in that because I am a part of we. We've got to be better at how we communicate. There's a proper way to communicate, and that is love. Now, that doesn't mean sucking up to people. It doesn't mean that. I can tell you that I'm upset about something without belittling or condemning you. I can tell you that I don't agree with something you said without belittling or condemning you. 
I don't need to be condemning or belittling to get you to understand that I don't agree with you. And according to the verse I just read, if I do that, it will stop an argument. Now, I know some people like, well, there are people who just like to argue. Well, yes, that is correct. There are plenty of people out who just like to argue. But you know what? If you don't feed into it, they have nothing to argue. Because, again, I've worked in schools, and whether it be students or staff, I've come across several people who just like to argue. And there's a point where I told them, you know what? You just like to argue. I, I don't want to argue with you. We can have a communi- We can have a conversation, but I have no desire to argue with you. You know what happened after saying that? Oftentimes, it didn't turn into an argument. In fact, that person kind of chilled out with their being argumentative. As opposed to me saying, God, you just, you argue. Just shut up. You're stupid. Because then you just fed into it. Now, whatever they were trying to accomplish, you have just fed into. And now you are arguing. We can't let people control how we respond to what is said to them. If someone says something offensive and you fly off the rail, you've just given them control over your emotions. As opposed to, wow, that was, I've even said to people, wow, that was kind of, that was a little harsh, don't you think? Or, oh my goodness, that was a, that was a little hurtful. Oh, whoops. I didn't mean it to be hurtful. And not saying, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Why are you going to talk to me like that? It's all in the tone. It's all in the delivery. How, what, what you say is important, but just as important as how you say it. And oftentimes how you say it is more important than what you say. Again, as I've said before. I have myself said things to people or heard things and the way it was delivered created conflict as opposed to if I've messed up, if I made a mistake and it is, I mean, just, we'll just go with just a mistake. If I have made a mistake and whoever it is, is like, oh, hey man, wow, that, that, that didn't go out over so well. This is, you know, here, here, here. That's one thing. Or if I made a mistake and like, wow, you're you're screwed, man. You're stupid. I don't know what's wrong with you. Why would you do something that dumb? Now, the point in both of those is to get me to under, to realize that I have messed up. But the latter isn't going to get me to have want to have a heart-to-heart conversation with with whomever said that to me is going to put me on a defensive stance where I'm like, okay, well, screw you. I don't want to hear you. And, well, if we are trying to show love to one another, that's not the response that we want. It's just, I mean, cut and dry. That's not the response we want. If we want people to see and feel the love We've got to try to communicate in a proper means to which they understand from the words that we are speaking and how we are putting them together that we genuinely love, care for, and want to help. 
empathy, compassion. These are two powerful tools that people don't like to use as often as they should. Empathy and compassion. Because let me let me say say this. It says often that Jesus had compassion. I mean, read your Bible. Jesus had compassion on them. When Jesus saw, he had compassion. And this wasn't just because people were hungry. This is because people were making mistakes. Jesus had compassion. That's Bible. That's biblical. Compassion and empathy are two powerful, powerful, powerful tools in helping people. We just got to get past ourselves, our flesh. We got to get past pride. If, is, is the goal to help the people or is the goal for us to feel better about having helped the people think about that is the goal to help people or is the goal to feel better about having helped people or let me add this or is the goal to feel like we got our point across because if the goal is to just that we got our point across then the whole conversation is, is it, 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 I mean, it, it's, it doesn't matter because it's not about helping them. Now it's about us, which isn't love. That's just pride. So let's 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 check why we're doing what we're doing, especially if we get in, in debates as Christians with people who are non-Christian. Why? What is the purpose? Why are we doing it? What is the point? <laughs> and at the point, again, is because we want to feel like we got our point across and stop it's just, just don't do it it's it's not fruitful it's not gonna do anything it's just gonna start an argument um one more bible verse which i will end with this because it's directly connected to everything i have said and this is proverbs 15 2 and it says the tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing but the mouth of a fool belches out foolishness so now Tie that to everything that you've heard. The wise tries to be. How do I want to? How do I want to word this? The wise wants people to have an understanding, right? The wise wants people wants to be compassionate. The wise wants empathy because the wise. The wise wants you to get what I'm saying. The foolish wants you to. My point in the foolishness is just to get my point across. I've heard some people who claim to be wise say some really foolish things. And I've heard some people who were deemed as foolish say some really wise things. What's the difference? How they said it. What what words they put together to come out and speak to the person they were helping. So, if you'd rather be the wise, think before you speak. That's another that's another thing in the Bible. It's another proverb. Think before you speak. I mean, it doesn't say it in that manner, but it's what it's saying. Think before you speak. To tie it to the last couple episodes, to the golden rule, 
If you don't want people talking to you in said manner, don't talk to them in said manner. Because like in Luke 638, give and it will come back to you. Press down, shaking together, running over will men give into your bosoms. That goes with how we communicate. So if we communicate disrespectfully, pridefully, condemning, judgmentally, belittling, that's what we're going to get back. To, to say what I said in the other episode, that concept of I don't give respect unless I get it is foolish and it is not, it doesn't work that way. You're not going to get respect from people that you don't give to. Give and it will come back to you. So if you are prideful enough to think that people just are going to give you respect because of you are who you are that is foolishness pride comes before destruction and haughtiness before the fall there's no way that people are just going to give you respect just because of who you are because people don't know who you are so why are they going to give you respect without knowing who you are if, somebody, if I walk up to someone with that mentality of, well, they going to respect me because I'm Anthony. For what? They don't know who I am. What if I don't deserve respect? What if I'm a person who is undeserving of it? What if I am just a, a sour, mean, just con- condemningly, belittling, judgmental person? Why are people going to respect me? So, in closing. Make sure that we give respect concept and we will get it from others. We might not get it from that person, but that one person doesn't control whom we are. So if I give respect to this person and they are not respectful and kind, you know what? I don't have to communicate with them. I have planted the seeds of love, respect, compassion, empathy onto the next you don't have to so and here's another thing you don't have to communicate with people who are disrespectful to you it's not like someone's disrespectful and you have to continue a conversation with them you don't you can leave the conversation respectfully you know what i don't like where this conversation is going i just i don't want to i don't want to get in any confrontation i'm just going to remove myself from the situation problem solved so how we communicate proper communication will do wonders for this world and if we can grasp that we'll solve many 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 of the problems that we are seeing in this world right now so i hope and pray that that blessed you i pray that it you know that they got through um i mean because it's all about love y'all so that being said that's it for today next week our episode will talk about cost and uh we'll go into more detail about that next week so come back love you god bless peace